Hey, J&J, Bear's doing awesome, Ooh. and our lives are changed completely. Just here to say thank you a million times. Oh, wow. We're forever grateful. We were, we were thinking about you the other day. We, 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 always, we always bring up Bear as he's just like the most difficult dog we've ever worked with, and he's a chihuahua. A and it's chihuahua. like, I didn't say... The, like he was more challenging than Creed. Yes, I did. And Creed, yeah. So like, and Creed was challenging. Creed, Creed was a highly aggressive pity who wanted to, who tried to attack every one of us on day one and on day two. But Bear tried to attack us week one, week two, week, week three, three. <laughs> yeah. week four. Yeah, it's like, okay, Bear, you realize that it's been a whole calendar month, right, buddy? It's like, okay, <laughs> Bear didn't I, give I, a it's shit. It's like. He's like, oh, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. Leap year. That's what I'll stop. Right. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Ah! <laughs> and it is... I almost wanted to say Monday for a second there. Friday. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. We have not been on the air. We are out of town, and um, um, there was no 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 podcast at all. And and we probably we missed you guys too. Mm-hmm. Um, sure not as much as we missed the uh, white sandy beaches and the warm weather, but we did miss you. All right. Hope everyone's doing okay. Um, can't wait to jump back into the podcast game. Yeah. It's always fun. It's always exciting. Um, and the way the show goes, this is the What Would Jeff Do show. I'm Jeff. This is Joelle. And um, we do this three times a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. And you'll notice by the tone of the questions most people are asking, it's how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? And then also we do a seminar series called Jeff Gelman Seminars, which is back on the road. Mm-hmm. Actually, we'll be in Nashville um, this coming week. And That soon? Yes. We leave Thursday. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. That's what I said too. So yeah, Nashville's coming up. Nashville's looking really, really good as far as attendance. Um, so go to Jeff Gelman seminars. Those again, those are also problem solving seminars. People bring their dogs with problems for us to fix. Huh. So what do we what do we teach people what to do? How to stop unwanted behaviors? How do you stop unwanted behaviors through applying a punisher? Bottom line, that's how you do it. If you don't want to hear it, if you're triggered by that. That's on you, but but the facts are facts don't care about your feelings. Number one, the fact is that's how it's that's how it's done. So what we're gonna do is talk to people about how to stop unwanted behaviors because those are the questions we get. You want us to do it down, teach it down. We're using food, we're doing luring, we're doing leash pressure, we're using food and clicker, we're doing markers, everything. We use markers also with um with applying a punisher and the marker is actually very, very important. So we're going to talk about that. And then we got the training center, which is where we do the show from. And the training center, it's a 365 day a year training facility where people bring us, we get some easy dogs once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, one in right now. Oh, do we really? Oh, good. Nine month old puppy. Good. You don't want to work that dog. So <laughs> you can only work the hard dogs. Um, and it's like, I can see everybody fights over We're the easy like, dog. We're all like, oh my God, he's so food driven. <laughs> so um, we work with some very challenging dogs. A lot of human aggression, dog aggression, a lot of leech reactivity, a lot of separation anxiety, pretty extreme cases too. Like, like extreme dogs that a lot of people are not going to be working with as far as the aggression. So anyway, let's just jump right in. You type the question, Joel reads it, I answer it, and let's get through this hour because um, the questions go the questions go fast. Yeah. All right. Kathy B, 
Hey, everyone. I hope the vacation was a good time to relax and reboot. But not, you know, thank you, Kathy B. Not only relax and reboot, we actually came up with some great ideas. Yeah. So, so you know, the, first of all, I don't vacation. Um, um, I work remotely. I work remotely. <laughs> but but I will tell people will be like, oh, can't you just turn off? I'm like, you have to understand. I That was very relaxing for me. Mm-hmm. That was very relaxing for me. So I think I had one day of like total like. But after that, not, I was brainstorming and right. getting creative, yep. and like, yep. I had like one day of um, I'm not looking at my phone. Yep, that didn't. Well, you said you weren't going to look at look at it at all. That did not last. I know, because then I feel like I'm doing nothing and not being productive. So that, that's on you. All right, next. <laughs> Evan, are y'all back in action? Yeah, we're back. We came back uh, at two in the morning last night. One in the morning. This morning. Yes. Two a.m. this morning. Two. Yeah, it was two a.m. Up well, at six, back at it. You were you, you slept in. I, I, I was up. I was at, up at six o'clock. That's sleeping in in my book. In your book too. When I go to bed at two, it's st- okay. It's still sleeping in for you, time wise. Yes. Not hours of sleep, but time wise. Yes. So unfortunately, I was up at three thirty. So I got <clears throat> my, <laughs> my 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 hour and a half in. So so uh, you got a nap. The, the uh, I don't even know if that's a nap. No. That's a yeah. It is. I guess ninety minutes would be a good nap. Mm-hmm. You know, after a full night, your brain sleep. only needs thirty minutes to reset. Right, exactly. Next. Um, Thomas gave a little waving emoji. Oh, thanks, Thomas. Melissa said good evening, all. Hey, hey by the way, everybody that's jumping on our, our podcast, like we're just like we're moving up the ranks. I think in in the how to section, like we're number thirty nine in Apple Damn. Podcast. I'm like, I didn't even know we like promote podcasts, but. Hey, for everybody, for everybody. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing the podcast. Uh, so you can jump on any of the podcast apps and just search for us, and we're there. And we're we're on you know iHeartRadio, and we're on, um, you know, I, on uh, 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 what what is it? Everything podcasts? Spotify, Spotify, SoundCloud. Thank you. There we yes. go. Next, Tiffany. Hi, Jeff and Joel. Hey, how are you, Tiff? Magic Larry, glad to have you folks back. I enjoyed the vacation pictures. Awesome. Yeah, we've got a lot more, too. We just didn't post them. Yeah. Karen, hi, J&J. Welcome back. We missed you. Yeah, not because they're inappropriate, just because we just didn't post them next. Lori, where y'all been? Glad to see you. Uh, Turks and Caicos, next. Kathleen, hi. Haven't caught a live in forever. You're both looking very tan. Yeah, just, um, it's okay. We, we, um, <sighs> but we're here every week. So, and now we're doing three in a week, three a week, so. And oh no, so we've got a top chat. We forgot to talk about top chats. Sure top is. chat's available only on YouTube. A lot of people like to do that. Number one, we're gonna get your question right away. But CT Vader doesn't even have a question there. Um, some people like just to throw just, us some cash. Some people just like to throw us cash. Why? Tons, five thousand free videos, thirty thousand posts. You can totally train and rehab your dog from our free content. And some people just want to be like, here's some fucking money. Like, like, can I donate to something? I'm like, I, he actually does have a question. You know? okay. I had to scroll down and find it. it. He said, welcome back. You put a YouTube clip out called Train the Right Thing. Can you elaborate a little more on that? I got no idea which clip that is. Someone might have came up with a title on that one. Yeah, I don't so know. That's, so the way that the YouTube clip works is... There's so many going out. There, there might have been a clip that somebody... So not somebody, like one of our people. <laughs> some random somebody. Per, some random person is just putting up clip. Well, they do, actually. True. We, have, we have, do have people that's that put true. clips um, up about, about me, but... But if it's on our channel, it's 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 one of one of Joel's teams, um, and I'm not quite sure which clip that is. CD Vader, I'll get back to you on that one next. Linda, two-year-old male becoming dog reactive. Everyone I talk to is blaming his testosterone. I know it is me, but I am told he needs to be neutered before training. Okay, so let's let's debunk a couple of things. Okay, 
I will just tell you that close to 100%, 100% of the dogs that we work with, okay, are de-sexed. Guess what? They're still aggressive and reactive. What happened to that whole testosterone theory? Correct? Where'd that go? Right out the fucking window. Okay? Taking away a dog's balls, not only does it hurt their self-esteem, but they can't procreate. And that's about it. That's about it. All right? Maybe they get better airflow between the legs, depending on the size of their balls. I've seen some dogs with some big-ass hanging balls. Um, some of these bulldogs that, that have got balls, they're like, they're on the ground. Mm. It's like, you got to put like, you know, uh, uh, what's Wes's that? Wes's aren't so pretty, that's for no, sure. No, that's for sure. So, um, and as far as like training prior to fixing, so most dogs get trained after a year old. So we don't train before a year. That doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Mm. So people that tell you all that stuff actually don't know how to stop behavior. Okay, And it's not you. It, it could be your lack of information on how to stop reactivity, but it's not you. So how do you stop reactivity? I got tons of videos on how to do that. First, you're gonna you're you're gonna you can stop that immediately with a bonker, with a remote collar, with it with an applied punisher, and then obviously you want to teach the dog how to properly walk on a leash. But if your dog already knows how to properly walk on a leash, but it's still reactive, like a lot of dogs are, they have great heels. Um, they might have incredible, incredible heels, but they're still dog reactive. It's not connected, okay? Then you just have to learn how to stop unwanted behavior. And the best way to do that is start find, seeing the first signs of that reactivity. That's when you apply your punisher, the first signs of it. Do not wait until the dog is already escalated. Next. Janine, $5 Canadian. Canadian. Yes. Hi, Jeff. How do I correct leash pulling? When I pop, it does not seem effective from behind. Also, can I put my girl on a down for her dog reactivity? So I wouldn't put the dog in a down for reactivity because all you're doing is teaching a better down. Stop the reactivity by applying a correction. Now, I don't. are you using a prong collar? Because if you're just popping on a flat buckle collar or martingale collar, it's not going to be effective. You need a little bit more something, a little bit more something. So also, you might be doing it too late. The timing is usually off. Usually at our seminars, the great thing about our seminars is we see most of our seminars are filled with fans. Mm -hmm. Most of our seminars are filled with people that follow us on videos. So they know what to do. And, and so there's just little tweaks we have to do with them. And a lot of it is based on timing. Yeah. A lot of it's based on people are like, oh, you bonk that early? Um, I'm a 4 a.m. bonker. So you bonk that early? And... Um, or, ooh, wow, I didn't realize it was that firm. It's like you get so many people that are like, yeah, I bonk my dog and he plays with it. I'm like, you ain't bonking your dog. Mm -hmm. The last thing your dog should want to do is play with that damn towel. So, next. Um, Melissa said, if you missed Jeff this week, check out his Instagram for updates. Yeah, jump on Instagram stories, too. Next. 499 Top Chat from Danielle. Well, thank you, Danielle. I don't see a question, though. Steph, Michelle. Hey, J&J, Bear's doing awesome, Ooh. and our lives are changed completely. Just here to say thank you a million times. Oh, wow. We're forever grateful. We were, we were thinking about you the other day. We, we, we always we always bring up Bear as he's just like the most difficult dog we've ever worked with, and he's a chihuahua. A and it's chihuahua. like, I didn't say the... Like, he was more challenging than Creed. Yes. I didn't... And Creed, yeah. So, like... And Creed was challenging. Creed, Creed was a highly aggressive pity who wanted to, who tried to attack every one of us on day one and on day two. 
But Bear tried to attack us week one, week two, week, week three, three. <laughs> yeah. week four. Yeah, it's like, okay, Bear, you realize that it's been a whole calendar month, right, buddy? It's like, okay. <laughs> Bear didn't I, give I, a it's shit. It's like, he's like, oh, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. Leap year. That's what I'll stop. Next. <laughs> oh, John, sleeping on the beach. Yes. Laughing face. Oh, yeah, I put your oh, stories yeah, that day. Yes, yes. It's funny because I've got I all, had to. I got all, all kinds of shit that if I ever posted, I would have like like my arms would be in a cast. Hundred percent. CT Vader. Oh, I already read that. Um, Melissa posted a link to Patreon to hop on a Zoom with you. Thank you. Um, Joanne. Great job. Love watching the two of you. Y'all crack me up. Oh, thanks, Joanne. Yeah, yeah. Patreon also has got some... Um, Patreon has all exclusive content on the Patreon channel. Mm -hmm. Also, just to let everybody know, so you're prepared for it, we do three shows a week right now. It's possible that one of our Monday, Wednesday, Friday shows might be moved to Patreon exclusively. We'll give everybody plenty of time. But that means you're still going to have two regular shows, but one is going to be a Patreon exclusive show. Mm -hmm. Next. Um, Mothman, long time no see. Hope y'all had fun on your vacation. I finally got the prong on my boyfriend's reactive dog last night, and she responded really well. Excited to continue her training. Awesome. Great job. And it's always really good. Make sure you introduce it properly, which it sounds like you did. You introduce it properly. Start out with some of the easier stuff. And um, also, you do a ton of, it's all food training still. So keep in mind, we use, we do a ton of food training when we're, when we're training obedience. Um, so keep, keep that in mind to make, you still want to make sure you're using your tools, not just to stop unwanted behavior. A bonker is used for one thing, stopping unwanted behavior. But as far as a different type of collar, like a remote collar, a prong collar, it's used for everything. Training behaviors, stopping behaviors. I'm um, incredible for state of mind change, especially for remote collars. Next. Tony, hey, Jeff, got a nine-month-old Malinois. Every time I put the pinch collar on, he hits the ground and doesn't want to move. So, so Tony, what your dog is what your dog is doing, it's crying like a little, I can say the word bitch because it's a female dog, maybe. Um, um, it's crying like, a, it's just crying. It's like, oh, boo-hoo, I'm not going to move. I'm going to object which is better than a Malamob biting you when it objects, which many do. So what you're going to do is you're going to do leash pressure. So give the dog all six foot of leash, walk away from the dog, hold on to the leash, slight leash pressure, keep it up, slightly pressure, slight leash pressure, slight leash pressure. Don't worry. It's not because, oh, when it hurts enough, the dog will move. No, it's like, it's called lead. It's called pressure and release. It's like you do it with horses. Okay. Um, you do it with dogs. The dog will just go, I'll just get up and move. And then you mark that with good. And then you walk and you do it a bunch of times. Next. CT Vader top chat was just saying thanks. Thank you. CT Vader. Sharon. Hi. I've seen you in Vancouver. Where can I see your videos? Um, on YouTube. We're all over. Angelo. Okay, what the hell is going on in there? Blasting the TV. Okay, close the door, please. Um, so um, on YouTube, thousands of videos on YouTube, and then we then when we're also on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Patreon. Tons of free content out there. Tons of free content. Patreon's not free, but it's what five bucks a month, ten bucks a month. Next, Kara, what do you do if you're trying to get a new dog to lay down in the crate with an e collar, but the dog barks when stim is used? So it's okay. There's an art to that. There's an art to it. So using a, a remote collar 
um, with a dog, and a dog does not have to know down to down in the crate, just to let everybody know that. We do it all the time. If you've been, if you've been to any of my seminars, we have dogs, unspoken, lie down in crates, Everyone, every one of the dogs at the seminar does. Unspoken. The record's 907 for every dog in the facility. I think you took a, I think you took a video of it, too. What? Of the 907. Yes. I think that was in New Jersey. We're like, holy shit, this is a record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, rem remember, if there's an art to it, sometimes it's Nick, sometimes it's continuous, sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low. You've got to just, like, play around with the buttons. you got to understand what the dog is doing. Next. $20 top chat from the Audio Alchemist. Oh, wow. Working with our dog for over a year now, and she listens to me really well, but only listens to my wife when I'm not around. She, dog, is always checking with me if my wife gives her any commands. Any pointers? Yes. Number one, are you a backseat dog trainer? Are you? Even with your facial expressions, are you backseat dog training? So let me give you a good example. The dog is, she's healing the dog. And she comes to a stop. She says, sit. The dog turns and looks at you. She should correct the dog. Okay? She says, down. The dog, this is assuming the dog knows sit and down, by the way. The dog looks at you. She should correct the dog. Do you mean you correct the dog for looking at the owner? No. Well, correcting the dog for doing what you just asked me about. For checking in with you like what are you gonna give a nod of approval like you're the fucking king it's like no you can listen to another that. another human in the home gave you a command you listen to that command it's the way it is and if you don't that's when we apply a correction on commands dogs no this is past the learning stage this is the proofing stage. Next. Uh, Melissa posted links to Jeff Gumman seminars. Thank you. Kara, do you correct hormonal behaviors like teeth chattering or being super focused on the smell of a female on the ground? I have a dog. I'm trying to break the separation anxiety from the other dog in the house. Mm. He's intact. Other dog isn't. I let him out to potty. No other dogs. <clears throat> and he will sometimes do these things in the yard. Okay, just to let you know, it's not an in, again, this is not an intact behavior. This is a dog behavior. I cannot tell you how many dogs chatter their teeth. And I never check to see if they've got testicles or a scar from, from, from surgery. Okay? Sniff, the, 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 that's also an arousal issue, usually the teeth chattering. Sniffing on the ground constantly? Depends. If we're walking, no. You're not allowed to do that. If the dog is out in the yard like during free time and they want to sniff on the ground, I, I personally don't care. But if you don't want that, yes, you would correct it. Next. Nicole, during heat cycles, we have four girls in heat. Oh, boy. Damn. Would you still use the e-collar to correct obnoxious and testy behavior toward the other females which are in heat? And yes, my house is very hormonal. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So, four dogs in heat. Damn. I don't even want to be there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't walk down the street that you lived on. I'd be like, I'm going to even stay off that street. Yeah. You know, I can just, I can just see that. So yes, I would do it. Some of the worst fights are female, female, not in heat. 
in heat, man, you better keep a lid on all that shit. Next. Um, Colin, evening from Scotland. Oh, hey, Scotland. We love you. We love Scotland. It's funny. We love Scotland. The number one hate we get is from the UK. Yeah, um, but 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 we get a ton. But um, just unfortunately, you've got a lot of angry people over there. Um, um, and it's, I'm sure you can say that easily about us. And our news cycle proves that <laughs> point very well. Yeah. Um, but um, but but when we go over to Scotland, I meet the most fabulous people. The most fabulous people come to our seminars. When I go over to England, I meet the most fabulous people. The most fabulous people come to my seminars. Everywhere I go, I meet fabulous people. So. You know, so it's it's quite fabulous over there, actually. That is like the word of the night. But boy, there's fabulous. there's a little bit of anger issues that are coming okay. out of that part of the world. Mm -hmm. Next, um, Kristen Dane Catahoula mix puppy, ten months, always pushy and crawls crowds me on walks, prong savvy, but I swear I'm popping too much. So what I would do is I would do a spatial pressure exercise. We've got that video on our Patreon channel. Start claiming space. Start doing claiming of space exercises. Next. Lori, five-month-old male German Shepherd, just neutered because I was one of the idiots thinking it would help with his aggression. Mm -mm. He hates other dogs and even on a prong lunges and goes nuts, whether it's a dog or a person that comes near us. Okay. So just to let you know, the prong is just a tool that communicates the training. The prong will not solve the problem. The prong will help you have a better conversation with the dog, but you still need the training philosophy and the training techniques behind the prong or else the message will not be heard now for a five-month-old dog to yes you were given terrible advice by the way you were giving bad advice so not too many five-month-old dogs are truly aggressive reactive sure possibly nippy that you never fixed sure but aggressive not many Have, are, do they exist of course they do I met a I met a 14 week old predatory aggressive Akita. 14 week old because I work with aggression. This dog was not that, that's not puppy stuff. Mm -hmm. You are like you're like, like I've worked with enough aggression. It's like holy shit, you're 14 weeks old and you're doing that when you lunge up and try to and bite my chest at 14 weeks old. Not play bites, literally want to hurt me. It's like whoa. You know, what the fuck did your mom and dad do? Like, you know, who, who gave birth to you? You know, Charles Manson? <laughs> like, you know, so um, so what I would do is you have to still learn to stop the, um, the leash reactivity and your timing on that could be a little bit off. And the timing on that, what I mean by that, you'll hear me keep repeating that when I say timing is most people wait too late to give the dog have the conversation that says that's not acceptable. Next. Um, Saltron, can I start my dog on obedience with the e-collar? You can. Yeah, we we our system is to layer it. We teach the dog on prong and leash markers and food, but you absolutely can start the dog on a remote collar. Next. Um, Janine, is something wrong with the live? Um, I don't know because we don't see it live. We just talking to cameras. We're just looking at our camera. Yeah. Next. Tony, that makes sense. Thanks. You're welcome, Tony. Um, who's that? Jasmine? Janine? Janine, just reboot it. Just log out, log off, log back on. We won't talk about you while you're gone. Next. Cat, counter surfing. I've never known such an opportunist. My large lurcher is a beep, beep, beep for it. I just. The fuck is beep, beep, beep? I have no idea what that even means. Cat, you, you can beep, fucking beep swear. 
on this this show. What does beep 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 mean? It sounds like what is it a truck backing up? That wouldn't be counter surfing. Let me finish. Next. I just have to blink, and he you just nexted me, and I'm not even done with the effing question. Did you just drop an f bomb? No, I said effing because I'm this close to dropping an f bomb, but I'm not going to. Okay. I have to. What are you, a conductor? Now? I just have to blink, and he tried stealing food. I've left food on the counter and corrected firmly, and he will walk away. And I do this constantly for a week or so, okay. but he never gets the message. I'm not exactly soft with him either. Okay, so when you said you corrected firmly, guess who didn't think so? The dog. The dog doesn't believe you. I have a very, very um exact way that i stopped counter surfing a remote collar on the highest level set the dog up by putting food on the counter leave the room look through a little camera look out the window that dog goes will will jump up on the counter or whatever hold that continuous button down for a minimum of three seconds feel free to do it longer the dog jumps off the counter. The button is still down. You have to make it suck. And you're going to get a lot of people that might just take this, turn this into a sound clip. I'm sure someone will do this the best of, you know, Jeff's dog abuse, you know, philosophies. But it's like you do realize that your dog could die. And many do die from getting shit off the counter. Mm -hmm. You do realize your dog can be poisoned. You do, you do realize that your dog can get an obstruction. You do realize that your dog can end up in an emergency room and $5,000 later, which you may not even have the money for, you do realize that you have to make a very difficult decision. Or put a remote collar on your dog and have three to five seconds of a conversation that says, that's a really bad idea to do. Mm-hmm. Next. Rochelle just signed up for Patreon channel. Can't wait to learn more. Awesome. Thank you. Is this the same one? Okay, I'm just making sure it's not a new one. Mm. Um, Mothman, yep, tons and tons of food training along with the prong. Just a basic sit stays and down stays for awesome. the whole session. Yep, keep it simple. Next. Kara, do you think the barking when stim is used means that I might be too high or it might be an objection? I correct again and I just get another bark. I'm afraid of not correcting the barking makes the barking what gets the stim to stop so what i would do is always make sure you're what are your markers so it make sure if you're saying so if you it's possible that the stim's too high i'm not there i haven't seen the video don't don't send it to me because i only open up attachments from known people who are doing you know online consoles with me um but it's possible that you're you are too high or it's possible the dog is saying f you it's possible your dog is saying that's all you got i'm laughing like, have you ever seen, like, an action adventure and, like, there's a guy tied to a chair and he gets, like, he's he's being tortured and, like, the guy in the chair is, like, they laugh at the torturer. It's, like, it could be that. Your your dog is laughing at you. Okay? Your dog is, like, saying, ha-ha, that's all you've got. So, I don't know. Or it could be too high. Next. Um, Audio Alchemist said, ah, I see. This makes sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh-oh, I got bumped. Damn. Um, Kim, what should I do when my dog is tethered at my campsite and an unleashed dog comes up to my dog? Uh, my dog attacks every time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's your uh, job. First of all, so I'm an RVer, but I don't go to campsites. 
but most campsites, camping, there, there's a camp manager and you report that there's an off-leash dog. So I imagine it's not a wild dog. I imagine the dog belongs to somebody. I imagine most campsites have leash policies. Most of them do. Um, but what you do is you've got to keep dogs from coming up to your dog. You've got to keep dogs from coming up to your dog. Your dog is tethered. Tethered dog is more prone to attack um, because they can't do a lot of other things they want to do. Also, your dog's tucking on a tie back. That's a good way for the foundation of um, the foundation of uh, a bite work that protection dogs are using. So that's not unusual to, to hear. So what do you do is keep dogs away from your dog. Next. Nicole said, yes, yes, yes. No shit. Ha ha. About her hormonal household. Oh, yes. Beverly. Foster plays with other dogs, but starts biting ankles of dog and sometimes genitals. It's play, but it's rough. I want the dog to play, but want to stop the biting because the dogs don't like it. So the thing, the thing that if the dogs truly don't like it, are the dogs trying to say no to the dog? Are the dogs like nipping back? So if you don't like it, what I would do is, have you ever seen us with our stockyard whips out in, in um, social? So it's like a 42 to 60 inch tall whip, tall stick with a eight inch drop popular in the horse world. And if the dog's getting too rough, you just, just give it a little bit of a double tap like that. You can do that. And then the dog stops, um, remote collar, make sure the dog's a little bit remote collar savvy, use the remote collar. No, correct. Next. Lindsay got my Nashville audit spot for next weekend. Can't wait to learn more. Oh, awesome. Lindsay, we'll see you there. I can't believe that's already next weekend. Yeah. Whoa. I know. Just got back. The weekend after that was supposed to be Toronto. But can't, on the road again. Can't get can't get on the, can't get across that border. No. Christina, hey guys, doing the sit stay in the chair, still working on the heel behind me, but making progress. Awesome. Great, Christina. Proud of you. Monica caught alive finally. Yay. Love you guys. It's about fucking time, Monica. Where you been, where, where Monica? You been? Where you been? Next. Douglas. Oh, Janine, he said, I'm seeing issues too. I've restarted the program and my phone still has issues. I don't know what to say, guys. I don't know what to say. So try. So we're on Facebook and YouTube. Maybe jump on a Facebook. I don't know. I don't want to tell you. Kathy V, spatial pressure is fantastic. It's such a great command to have on every dog. Yeah, all dogs should respect Out your space. That's a great command. Yeah, mm -hmm. all dogs, yes. Kim, my dog is 80 pound lab, almost two years old. Awesome. Thomas. Hi, guys. I just sent you a PM here. We need... Support. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want me to like, read this, though. Oh. Okay, so, you know, if you, this is the thing. If you just send me a private message and you've got a dog that's going to be put down, I've got, free, I've got free information on YouTube, free information on Facebook, I do online consults, and that's what I do. But I cannot take your dog. I will not rehab your dog for free. Um, you, if you're in the Nashville area, we can talk about possibly, you know, helping you out with a, with a, with a spot there. But you know, I do a hundred thousand dollars a year in pro bono work. But I do it usually how I want to do it. But I, you have to understand how many people contact me on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Next. Um. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Oh, that's Thank nice you. of her. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about a little bit about that. Okay. Your Patreon channel also. Did you schedule a Zoom? A Zoom? 
for Tuesday. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night. What time? Seven. Nice. Nice. So Joelle has got a wonderful Patreon channel and it is physical fitness, but it's meal planning. But a lot of it is like, this is the thing with, with the way that joy, like you're not going to be slinging iron. There's no iron slinging necessary. And I have no problem. It's actually the name of the tier is iron slingers. Which tier? I think my $10 one. Or $10 one iron slingers. But you're not slinging iron though. Sure you are. A little bit. But you do a lot of resistance in body weight stuff. Yeah. That's why that's why I want to talk about the resistance and the body weight stuff. But a lot of it is you could absolutely do it in a gym with kettlebells and right. barbells. But the motivation behind a lot of this stuff was during COVID when people didn't have access to their workout gear. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But it, there's a workout for everybody. We'll yeah. put it that way. Yes. Cat, I've used remote caller. He yelps, runs away screaming, but we'll still try again five minutes later i really am not soft with him at all so i don't you still might not be doing it firm enough also i would so if i had a dog that literally i mean it should it's you you might have to use a double remote you might have to use a different brand i'm not sure what brand of remote you're using either by the way how, how long are you holding the button down for how long you might have to do a combination of remote collar bonker you might have to do a combination of remote cower, double bonker. Have two people bonk from one side, bonk from the other. It's life or death. We're talking life or death stuff. So, you know, it's got to stop. Next. Sherry, my puppy, now six months old, loves to play with my eight-year-old dog, and they are fine. Mm -hmm. But if I let my third dog play with them, the third dog attacks the eight-year-old dog and starts a fight. They're both females. The puppy is male. She has started fights before with other females. I have to play room rotation with them and cannot let them all be together. I'm worn out with it. So first of all, Sherry Ann, this is you, your question is a, it's a, it's a question that, that I would need to do on a one-on-one console, not because I want you to buy a one-on-one console because there's a lot of moving pieces to it, but I would encourage you to start crating your dogs. All three dogs should have crates. So now, yes, you are crate and rotating. Is that the answer? That's not the final answer. No. The final answer is you get that third dog to stop fighting, but that is not going to happen in the short amount of time we have right now. Next. Um, to lose that. Mm. Hello, Jeff. I'm the young trainer from Spain who sent you, who sends you sometimes videos. I'm actually taking two dogs in rehab who are hard to destroyer by night owner have already tried the crate dogs have destroyed it. Right. So what happens is there's, remote cowers for crate destroyers and crate breakers are going to be your friend. Um, and even then some dogs don't care. Dogs will rip out their teeth, trying to get out of a crate. They also make stronger crates. Again, some dogs don't care, but a lot of dogs, oh, I would say 95 to in higher percentage of dogs, you can fix that behavior in one night. Next. Joe, thank you so much for your videos. They're very informative and funny at times. I've used your advice on several issues with our aggressive Conocorso rescue, and without fail, you've been a lifesaver. She has really settled down and become an awesome addition to our mm. family. Thank you, guys. So, Joe Strait, you sound like an, uh, you sound like you sound like he should be on a TV show or a movie. Joe Strait, a character. Let me give it to you straight. Yeah, doesn't he? Joe, the name's Joe. Joe, he's from Miami. Joe Strait. Joe Street would be from Miami. Yeah. Definitely would be from Miami. Yeah. So um, <laughs> glad we helped you. Thanks. 
Brad, I never use anything like that. Just eye contact, etc. Okay. Good job, Brad. Nice. Cat said, thank you. So I'm not quite sure what Brad is talking about, what he's concerning about. But the thing is, is that I'm glad that we get this often. So I'm not Brad. I'm not sure what you're talking about. If you're talking about you don't need to use tools or you don't need to use a correction. Just your eye contact will stop the dog um, the behavior. What's really cool about that comment is I'm really I'm actually glad that it works for you. I really am glad that it works for you. But you cannot discount the fact that that wouldn't work for a ton of people. And them having a better relationship with their dog wouldn't make a difference. Because that's a common thing. It's like, well, if you had a better relationship with your dog, you wouldn't have to use any of these tools. The dog would just like automatically stop. And that's just that's an that's a lie, and that's a statement made to use to sort of like, sort of almost like mentally punish humans, and also stoke the ego of trainers. And I feel like that leads people down the really the path of making their dog's behavior worse because they're so focused on building this great relationship. Oh, let me play with the dog, cuddle the dog. You can sleep in my bed. I'll give you all this freedom. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have such a great relationship. But the, really. That's just making it worse. Well, <laughs> if you already have behavioral issues. But also, what do you what do you do with a dog that has got two, three, four years of practice on wanted behavior? It's like you can't go there yet. Right. So can you get there? Yeah. But we get dogs that are coming in that have got lots of practice dog behavior. Also, we get owners who don't have that skill set. Mm -hmm. They need all the help they can get. And our job is to serve the client. Mm -hmm. Next. Monica, thanks to you guys. I have a well-behaved one-year, four-month-old male Padenko. Is that what it's called? A Padenko? That's how it's spelled. Except he cries and whines a lot. Would you try to get rid of this? If so, how? Or would you let it slide? Thank you. So, Monica, here's the question. Do you want to get rid of it? Or, do you, or, or does whining and crying not annoy the hell out of you? So, if you want to get rid of it, then you get rid of it. If you don't want to get rid of it, then don't get rid of it. Next. There's some weird fucking people on the show right now. Mm -hmm. um, Mary, I had Luna on a lead tonight on my front porch. Luna saw a new dog in a neighborhood, ears perked up before and before I could grab the lead, took off with the banister. Jeff, I'm coming your way. Would a seminar cover issues like this? Um, uh, you would learn a lot from the seminar. Could we role play this at a seminar? The dog probably wouldn't do this at a seminar. She took off with the banister, ripped it right off the porch. Yeah. So yes. Wow. Yes, but like we're not tying your dog to a banister at a seminar and doing it. But what <gasps> but we'll do is we'll teach your dog how to deal with that situation. Next. To lose that, do you ever face this type of behavior by night? The dogs are able to stay chill by day in the crate, but not by night. I don't understand this. Yeah. yeah don't try to understand it. Don't try. Don't like people want to know the why. Like, why is my dog doing this? Like, let's make it really easy because it is. So if I said something dumbed down like that, which is my answer, not to not to talk dumb to a client or to a, to you. But if I said, why is my dog doing it? Because it does it. Now, the or I can give you a really educated answer to boost my ego and to justify some letters after my name and the $250,000 in college debt that I'm still in and like give you this really long explanation. But still, as an owner, you're still going to go, okay, now what do I do? So how about if I skip all that shit and just 
tell you how to fix it. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what truly people want, is how to fix things. That's it. So when you break your leg, or no, if you break your arm as a female, and you go to the hospital, they're going to ask you a certain amount of questions. Because they want to make sure it's not related to domestic violence. Mm. But I don't think they really care about if it was a softball injury, baseball injury, football injury, soccer injury. It's like, x-ray says... There's the break. This is how we fix it. Mm-hmm. So all the, all that we really care about is like how to fix it. Everything else is just idle chit chat. Solution so, oriented. Yes, next. Um, Brad, I just got a middle-aged female Great Pyrenees. Should I have her fixed? Um, that's personal choice. That becomes personal choice. Next. Rochelle, oops, my question didn't post. Seven-month-old GSD, how do I punish play biting? He only nips when playing and he doesn't apply any pressure. Surprising. We stop playing when he gets too excited, but not sure what's next, which is why I subscribe to your Patreon channel. So you would say no and bonk the dog. Next. Tiffany, I adopted my dog from a shelter. He was neutered at 14 weeks old. He has a... My God. They really don't give a flying fuck about dogs, do they? He has a Doberman. What behavioral issues, if any, can come from this? What should I look for? So this is what... This is the the issue. Um, who, Who said that? Uh, Tiffany. So Rebecca. No, Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany. Sorry, <laughs> Tiffany. So <laughs> Tiffany. Rebecca, we're going to get your question. So <laughs> Tiffany. Let's, first of all, like, let's not worry about what could come from it. Let's just train the dog right now. Let's pretend, let's pretend every bad behavior in the world is going to come from it. Let's just pretend that because every 14 week old dog, the potential for every bad behavior could happen fixed or unfixed correct i don't think there's too many people that are looking at 14 week old puppies and saying you'll never be aggressive right you'll always love kids you'll never be like an excessive humper like of dogs at the dog park don't go to a dog park but say you did like nobody nobody knows that you're fucking cute as fuck you're cute as fuck you're 14 week old so 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 training the dog like every bad behavior is going to happen. I don't care if it's been desexed or not desexed. Train the dog like you want it to end up because you're not raising a puppy, you're raising a dog. Next. Hold on, dog training. Hey, you guys, glad you had fun. Great to catch a live show. Hey, thank hey, you so Ashley. much, Ashley. And the photo you posted of yourself, um, the black and white photo, I think it was, was fantastic. Rebecca, what age can you begin an e collar on? Is seven months too young? Um, 14 weeks. No, seven months old, the dogs are usually trained up by then. So no, you, but you're not too late either. So you absolutely can do it. Yeah, we, we you can start using a low, because it's low level, low level pressure on, pressure off concept at 14 weeks old. We're doing, we're doing pressure on, pressure on concepts with the leash at 14 weeks old. We're doing pressure on, pressure off concepts with food at 14 weeks old. You can add a remote collar. It's all just pressure. It's all pressure. How the dog perceives the pressure, who are we to say one is better, one is worse? So someone could say the remote collar is bad to use, but if you don't sit properly, I can't give you this food is good. How about if the dog gets, the dog would be like, I'll take the fuck that electronic thing, but I want my fucking food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, who are we to say which is right and which is wrong? The dog, the dog always gives us the answers. Next. Mm. 
Um, Saltron, how do you introduce the e-collar to the dog? Um, we've got videos on our YouTube channel on that. Um, you could, depends if it's, it, it, some depends if you, you think the collar is a Mr. or a Miss or a Mrs. If you think the collar is a doctor, that you say, this is Dr. E-collar. This is Mr. E-collar. This is Mrs. E-collar. But I think they like to be formally introduced. I don't think like an e-collar likes to be called like Sally. Mm-hmm. This is Sally. Meet my e-collar. Here we go with these fucking jokes. <laughs> Next. Please let me see something. Yep. Um, Thomas, thank you. It's a foster that belongs to Airedale Rescue. I'm temporarily fostering him. Oh, cool. Is that a quiz or question there, though? Oh, okay. I see. Thank you. Yep. Got it. Thanks. Yep. Nick, hey guys, five month old kind of corso growls at people he's already met. Should I correct this? Why would I would I be killing his drive? Thanks for the help and content. So um this is the thing is so many people are told that correcting an unwanted behavior affects the dog's drive. I own drivey dogs, really drivey dogs. I work with drivey dogs. I only correct a dog's behavior if it's unwanted, whether it's drivey or not drivey. What a lot of people do is they're told not to because they'll ruin the drive. And now you've got yourself a dog that is always in drive, behaving badly, and you have no freaking control over it unless it's maybe doing the work that you did the work. But you can't actually keep the dog in the house. Next. Bald said, hey. Hey, bald. Sally. My dog pees on the floor if I let her or if I let her on another room while I'm outside with a stranger or a new dog. Wait, what? If I let her in another room while I'm outside with a stranger or a new dog. Right. I do dog boarding at my house. How can I fix that? So, you know, I'm not a big fan of free roaming, but you'd have to catch the dog in the act and correct it. But if you're outside with like another dog and your one of your dogs is in the house, I'm not going to say put it in a crate, but you know, the quick answer is put it in the crate. To stop peeing, though, you'd have to catch the dog in the act, say no, and then correct. Next. Marie, hi, Jeff. Do you have any tips for riding a bike with a leash-reactive dog? I'm so scared we're going to ride by another dog, and my dog is going to take me and the bike down. Yeah, if you don't fix the leash reactivity, it probably will. But ironically, though, sometimes when dogs are in motion on a bike and they're in task, they tend not to be as leash-reactive. You know, it's like it's like I'm working. It's like, nope, I'm working right now. No time to be leash reactive. Um, I'm following my biker. But what I would do is I would work on the leash reactivity, which can be uh, get under control after one or two sessions. And then what I would do is start walking next to the bike with the dog and then start riding the bike with the dog next. Um, Kim, I leave the e-collar on my dog all day and remove it bedtime. Should I leave the prong collar on the same? Um Prong collars are only used when there's a leash attached to it. As far as the remote collar, make sure you rotate rotate it so the dog doesn't get pressure sores. But historically, a prong collar is only used when we're actually doing active training, where the remote collar definitely could be like your main collar because you never know, especially if the dog has been trained on the remote collar, you never know when you're going to need it. Next. Joanne, having problems getting owners of small dogs to correct or say no to their dog, I feel like it's a losing battle. 
Oh, so it sounds like you're a dog trainer and your clients have got small dogs. Those are called non-clients. Those are called non-clients. So what you do is you have to pre-screen your clients. You got to talk to your clients about what it's going to look like during the training session. Are they going to do it? If they're not going to do it, you're the one that let them in the door. Who asked that question? Joanne. Joanne. So Joanne, remember, you let them in the door. You shouldn't have to convince them. It's like, client, this is your dog. Your dog is chewing up your shoes. Do you want to continue chewing up your shoes? Or do you want to say no and bonk it when it goes towards the shoes? Because that'll stop it from chewing shoes. Then it's up to them. If they are like, well, I'm uncomfortable doing that. Say, well, then like you become a non-client now. Because I'm giving you advice on how to fix stuff. You're not doing it. Why am I here? What am I doing here? Right? Next. Thomas, I shared that with you about the Airedale Terrier rescue because of the question I wrote and shared with you before. Oh, about Teddy being a biter, the Airedale rescue who has drawn blood. Right. They're going to start working with a veterinarian behaviorist on his issues. Just wanted your feedback and take on it. So I don't talk about other dog trainers ever, but I can make a blanket statement, a blanket statement about the whole veterinary behaviorist industry. And I'm sure... There's one good one in the United States. Historically, though, historically, you're going to get a lot of smart talk, a large bill, a very long process to follow, and a very low chance of success. Historically. Now, there's always an exception to that rule, but... That's the, 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 that's the business model. Next. Sierra, my 11-month-old Akita has never shown any bit of aggression until another dog on a leash a few weeks ago is snapping and growling at us while we were walking. What do you expect? Now, any dog we come across, he growls and starts to become extremely protective. Right, right. So, so first of all, you've got 11-month-old Akita. So, number one, it could be, I don't want to say, first of all, even if this didn't happen, this one incident didn't happen, your 11-month-old Akita could all of a sudden become protective of you, reactive, aggressive. Because, not to stereotype, but I mean, I've owned an Akita that was highly aggressive that I rehabbed. It was a personal dog. Um, uh, but also 11 months old is a critical age of like, are we going to become aggressive or not aggressive? So... And then now all of a sudden your dog was snapped at and lunged at, and now your dog is going, all dogs are dangerous. All dogs are dangerous. So what I would do is you correct it. So you, you need to you need to correct your dog. So when, when you walk by other dogs, make sure it's in a good heel, start recognizing the signs that your dog is about to be reactive and correct that. Next. Danielle, hey Jeff, how do I stop my small eight pound adult dog from whining in the crate when I'm not home? Would you suggest a bark collar on a small dog? If so, which one? So it's hard to find, first of all, it's hard to find a bark collar that works on whining. And then it's also hard to find a small dog, good quality one for an eight pounder. What I would do is I would have the dog in the crate, have the remote collar in a metal bowl on top of the crate set and you're gonna hit the vibrate button, all right? 
the dog is going to whine and you're going to startle it. What you can also do is set the dog up and have the remote collar um, on and you hit the tone button, which will end up being your no marker. I'm about to sneeze here, which will be your no marker. And then you actually would come in the house and bonk the crate. Yes, you have that time. It does not have to be in 1.37 seconds, like a veterinary behaviorist will tell you, okay? So you've got time for, as long as your marker is in a timely, is, is timely, the, the delivery of the Punisher, you have time. When you, you we, we clicker train dogs on clicker is our good or our yes marker, you have time to deliver the food. That does not have to be immediate. Next. Um, Karen, Jess balance training videos has worked miracles with my Airedale Terrier. It has changed our lives forever. Thank Thanks, you. Jeff. Karen's a fucking animal on YouTube. She sure is. Jesus Christ. I've never, Karen, you got, I don't know what it is about YouTube or do you always have potty mouth? Because I've never she had. She watches our show. She probably does. Karen is like literally every snarky or negative remark someone makes on a YouTube channel. Like Karen Lily writes, fuck off. <laughs> but Karen. That's awesome. Like I want to leave it up there because I love your fuck offs. But I, 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 I ban those people. You know, I ban those people. Why? Because I want my, I want my channel to like have correct information, not just a bunch of nonsense. You know, people, you know, it's like, oh, my God, you delete comments. I'm like, yeah, I delete comments. When it's absolutely inappropriate, if it's false information, or if you're freaking attacking me, of course I'm going to delete that. It's like, why would I leave that up? Next. Um, Thomas, I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Allie, good day, puppets. Cheers from your mate, Allie, in Australia. Oh, hey, good day. Puppets. Good day. Mate. Good day, mate. Yep. Sam, my daughter has seven-month-old Pipple Mastiff Cross. She is quite aggressive when she plays, jumping up, biting. She stops when told if it's my daughter, but anyone else in the family, she just gets more aggressive. Yeah, she thinks it's a game. Dog thinks it's a game, so... It's, the the dog needs to, she needs to get the dog. First of all, stop having the dog jump up on people. That's easy to fix. I've got a free video on YouTube on how to stop jumping dogs. Also, I'm not a big fan of inside play. I'm not a big fan of inside play at all. Plays for outside. Also, the dog needs to learn how to, you know, play appropriately. And jumping up and roughhousing, there's a time and a place for it. But right now, I suggest you not do it. Um... And I would teach the dog actually how to do like go from on to off really, really quick. I'd also suggest teaching the out command, out meaning get out of here. So every single human in your family can say out to the dog and the dog literally stops what it's doing and literally walks away. Next. And we've got free videos on that. Next. Kathy, that's weird. Do manufacturers think that only big dogs need bark collars? What the hell? No, Kathy B, you know, unfortunately... They, there's no great. So eCower Technologies makes a micro, but that's not an eCower. That's an eCower. It's still not a bark collar. They do make, there are companies out there that do sell small bark collars for small dogs. The effectiveness of them and the quality of them, I don't have enough experience to make a recommendation. 
remember, I only talk about things that I know about. I'm not going to put out information out there that I have not done myself probably a hundred, if not a thousand and sometimes 10,000 times. And that is successful. I'm not going to give out, I'm not going to give out information that does not work. So I don't have enough experience with a good quality, small dog bark color. Next. Um, Rebecca, is there a way to tell if my seven month old border collie healer mix is resource guarding me or is dog aggressive? She's aggressive in my house, my other dog, if it comes by me. So it's probably your, your chances are, well, resource guarding, the, the, the effects of resource guarding is aggression. Does that make sense? So it's like that you don't, there's not too many friendly resource guarders out there. It's like, oh, the weirdest thing happened. My dog was standing next to me. Another dog came up to it. And my dog handed that dog flowers and candy. It's like no, you don't. You don't have. You don't have like friendly resource guarders. You have aggressive resource guarders. So either way, it's like, just thinking it's like what? Like the whole point of resource guarding is you're guarding it. It's like, will you kindly stay away right. from my owner? I'm gonna give you flowers and candy, or <laughs> right. it's gonna have to get physical. But right. I'm gonna at least ask you politely. Right, once. right. I might bribe you with like nice gifts but that usually the dog usually goes what the fuck am i gonna do with flowers like there's free ones outside i'll just eat those you know what i mean and candy you don't know that that kills us like like you haven't read the literature on that yet so um so what you want to do is teach your dog the out command and what we, we teach this at our seminars actually you actually will be able to we role play this right at our seminars your dog is guarding you. We actually will teach you at a seminar. You'll be able to say out to the dog, to your dog. Your dog will walk away so you can pet another dog. Right there live will do it. Right there live. That's how quick it takes. Or quick it doesn't take. Quick it takes. Quick, quick it takes. That's how quick it takes. It's making up. Should, I, should I have not made that one word? That's how quick it is. Quick it takes. It's not like proper English. Well, then it's correct because that's I don't speak proper English. Okay. Nice. Jeff just can't be wrong. No, I could be uh, very wrong. I just don't speak proper English. Tammy, so can't, can't use my remote collar on my shepherd anymore because I use the tone and she freaked out. So now when I put it on, she stays by my side and doesn't move. Now what? I had it on for snapping at bees. So you can still use the remote collar. Just remember, tone had well to your dog get freaked it out but a lot of people are like i don't want to use shock because that sounds mean i'll use tone instead mm -hmm. but, but look dog's terrified now but well no but but but, <laughs> yeah. but tone has no meaning no none that's like people are like why do you have to use a remote collar to recall your dog why don't you just blow a whistle like are you fucking kidding me do you really fucking think <laughs> that my there'd dogs, be no dog training that my dogs are going to just magically come back if i blow a whistle Right. Like you do realize there was trading involved. The whistle is a marker. It means something. Yep. It's sort of like. I once watched a video where somebody used like a kazoo as their recall. It was the greatest thing ever. I wonder if anybody's ever using a violin to recall their dog. It's like, <laughs> and the dog came like running back. I'm like, that's great. It's using a violin. It's like, um, I don't come back for Beethoven. Play some Bach. I'll come running back. Huh. So play some Charlie Daniels. I'm fucking running. Next. Um, 
Kathy B, gotcha on the really small dog bark collars. Yeah. Purely balanced canine. Hey, guys, thank you so much for all your free content. You guys have changed our lives. Wondering how to handle a six-month-old GSD excessive whining drink commands out in public. Yeah, it could be arousal. Got one of those right now. It could be arousal. Um, it could be an objection. It could be – you correct it. You correct it. I'm telling you, though, it could also be exhausting. You get some of these whiners, and and it's just like – We have a dog in right now. Like He just whines. You approach his crate. He whines. Right. You you gear him up. He whines. You take him out of the crate. He whines. Right. You do anything with him. He whines. Right. He whines mid training. Right. While you're working him and he's having a good time, he's whining. Well, that's the that, that's the owner's fault for for naming him Cabernet. It's like if they didn't want a whining dog, they shouldn't have named him Cabernet. He just Cabernet. whines. He yeah. loves to hear himself. Yes. So what do you do? To, you got to stop it. You got to stop it. Whining man. Ah. Uh, I'd rather work with a biting dog than a habitual whiner. One hundred percent. I was like, do me a favor. A quiet biting dog. Do me a favor. Try to Take bite it. every time you want to whine. Try to bite me because that I can stop. Yeah. Whining I can stop, but I'm telling you, there's some dogs that are like, fine, I'll stop whining, sort of, but I'm gonna like give out a little whine that I don't think your ears can pick up, and I'm like, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> right. I heard that whine. I heard that one. Next. Eight o'clock. Is it really already? Yep. Oh, damn. Eight oh one. All right. Well, hope everyone's doing okay. And we'll see everybody back here on Monday. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. But don't forget, we're active on social media seven days a week, which means you've got TikTok. Okay. You've got Instagram, Instagram stories. You've got Facebook. You got YouTube. And you got Patreon. Seven days a week, we're active on that. All right? Madly in love with you, and we'll talk to you all later. Good night. Good night. Good night, mate.